0: Welcome to Shaylee and Katie, the podcast. We're two work from
1: home entrepreneurs who are laughing our way through life, parenthood, and owning creative businesses. I'm Katie Day, a photographer, comedy writer, performer, and mom of three, with one on the way.
0: And I'm Shaylee Murphy, a video producer, interior designer, and mom of one. Hey guys, before we get started into today's episode, we want to thank our amazing sponsor. It is FreshBooks Cloud Accounting, and they just launched an all-new version of their cloud accounting software that is been completely redesigned from the ground up. Um, Basically, it's everything that you need to know as a small business owner to get you organized, to create professional-looking invoices. Um, It's ridiculously easy to use, and it's packed full of powerful features. You can create and send professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. You can set up all of your online payments with just a couple clicks and get paid up to four days faster. And you can see when your client has seen your invoice to put an end to the guessing games. There's nothing I love more than being able to see whether an invoice has been opened or not opened. And that way you can also send a friendly reminder that actually goes through FreshBooks. So it looks like you didn't necessarily send the little reminder to Bob. It just says, hey, FreshBooks here. We were just checking in on this invoice you haven't even opened or looked at. Um, so right now, if you guys want to check it out, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to all of our listeners. And to claim it, you just go to freshbooks.com SK and enter Shaylee and Katie in the How Did You Hear About Us section. And
1: you don't even need a credit card. You don't even have to enter a credit card. They're not trying to trick you. You can just. Check They're not out trying to trick you. Without commitment. They're trying
0: to fresh those books. They're just yeah. trying to fresh your books.
1: Yeah, exactly. People in the
0: design world like us, um, the invoices are really pretty. And you can add pictures. You can add customized features. And definitely, if you are currently using a different program or using just your desktop, check them out and see all of the ways that they can help you stay organized and get paid, which we all know is very important.
1: And now, a song. Invoices on my mind. <laughs> I get paid just <laughs> in time. Take a look. It's in fresh books. A fresh I wrote that. Get paid fast. <laughs> fresh books. <laughs> I wrote that. You wrote that. I wrote that.
0: I just feel like if we just did a graphic to it that had like some type of like book in rainbow, it would be really cool. I wrote it. Katie Bernstein Hey, everybody. Today, we are so excited to be talking about something that we've actually gotten some of our best listens from and feedback. Um, So, organization is kind of always a popular topic. So, Katie is going to talk us through organization today and cure all of our um, (laughs)
1: disorganized chaos in life. Is that right? Let me tell you what's happening, Shirley. (laughs) what's happening is I have that amazing nesting hormone happening right now yeah and I like I can't get enough organization articles and tv shows and podcasts I am like I'm binging that subject right now so like you guys get to tap into my weird hormone and I'll share it with you guys you can have a little bit of it vicariously
0: yeah nest us
1: I'll spread my hormone around that's that's weird (laughs) let's not do that Um, Spread
0: your hormone. Don't spread
1: anything around. (laughs) Um, So this is actually going to be a series. I'm going to tackle all kinds of subjects. But the first one I want to tackle is the toys. The kid Mm. stuff. The stuff that comes with your kids. Um, because, even, can
0: you even spread out to be like toys, but even like bows and like little, or is that another one? <laughs>
1: clothing? And the next 45 minutes will be about bows. Clothing
0: will be um, its own one. Clothing, yeah, clothing, clothing will be will its, own its own one, one for okay. sure. Um, i no, like, got... my brain is exploding just thinking about all that goes along with that. So i like been <laughs> yeah. like hoarding the clothes for if you ever have another one. Okay. Right, right,
1: right. Well, so I totally feel like this is one of those subjects that's sort of brushed over when uh, some of my favorite organization books don't touch it at all. And I'm like, KonMari <laughs> What about the toys? And she's like, mm,
0: "Shh, it's okay." She's like, um, "Shush, I'm thinking things."
1: <laughs> but anyway, before we get into that great content, we have to thank our other sponsor, our, uh, you know, our fake right. sponsor. Um, right. this episode is brought to you by Tiny Houses.
0: Tiny
1: Houses. Do you love tiny houses as much as I do? I said I do? it in a
0: tiny voice. I love tiny houses we've talked about tiny houses before
1: we have um but this time they heard that they liked it and now they're sponsoring us so um, and they were like
0: can we be a legit sponsor tiny houses tiny house nation tiny house all of it television shows tiny house ah. house hunters tiny house extreme tiny house they need to cast luxury. more families of families of five on tiny house it's always like <laughs> I, I really like mountain biking i like being on my own and out in nature i want to really true. reduce my carbon footprint i'm like you're one man <laughs> Of course. Okay, you can move to the woods in your tiny house.
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, but I think when uh, I watch tiny houses, it makes me like feel like, well, then I can make this house work. Come on, right? This mansion. This
0: I mansion. This
1: <laughs> their, their whole okay. house fits in my bedroom. Okay, so we need some taglines for tiny houses. Um, okay. Tiny houses. Good morning. Oh, I hit my head. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Tiny houses.
0: Wash your hands while you shower and use the restroom.
1: <laughs> That's one of my favorites too.
0: Which is also doing. You could also like do the dishes. It's all the just the same. It's the all one water in
1: one. source. Just just all in throw one. Throw a few dishes in your own your own uh, man bath. Your own fucking <laughs> bath. Okay, thanks tiny houses.
0: Thanks tiny houses. That one's great. <clears throat> so great. let's talk about They're toys. They're always like. Okay, I was gonna keep going about tiny houses. I'll <laughs> Go stop. Ahead. Toys.
1: Uh, we actually they are going to talk toys. about tiny houses a little bit more. But um, I'm going to tell you a little story. There was once a time when I had <laughs> one child. It's like a uh, nine-month-old. And along right. with that nine-month-old, I had one beautiful woven Target uh, basket. basket. It was like mm-hmm. beautiful, wickerish. Was it full of wooden toys? And the only toys we owned were wooden and beautiful, and they all fit perfectly into the one beautiful woven bin. And life Uh was good, and life was manageable. And I even (laughs) kind of got a little judgy, thinking, like, "Why? I don't get it. Like, what's the deal with people? Like, I have kids, and now what? You just, like, let your living room explode? It makes no sense. buy Toys R Us? You buy Toys R Us? Yeah, I don't get it. Like, she's totally content with these, and then... Callie had her first birthday party, <laughs> <laughs> and then I had two more kids, and so I had nearly seven years of birthdays and Christmases and Easters, yes. and their yes. two grandmas whose their love language is gifts, and actually not just gifts, like meaningful, well-thought-out gifts, like gifts you would hate to mm-hmm. part with because they're very, like well-researched and thoughtful. The Build-A-Bear has grandma's voice inside. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, cool, so
0: we can never sell this
1: in a garage sale now? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Which I'm very grateful for, and it's topics like this that kind of like, on the one hand, I'm like, it's a real problem. On the other hand, I'm like, sometimes I start listening to them, and I'm like, how are these problems? These are not problems. These are the most first-world
0: saddest problems. This is a frivolous, sad problem, but... (laughs) It is a problem, (laughs) and you can apply these principles to anything in your life. To anything. Um, It could be nail
1: polish bottles that you have, single college student. (laughs) Sure. Um, But let's get started. Let's dive in. Okay, so I always like to talk about how to motivate yourself to even get the ball rolling, right, mentally. You know know what's not motivated? That you just
0: described my situation, only I don't have a, a wicker basket. I have... I, uh, too many things. Right. I feel like I'm already in the out of control range with one, which is yeah. not encouraging. Yeah. yeah Encourage yeah. me.
1: Start um, me off. So, motivate yourself. What I like to do is, I kind of like to, um, I use Pinterest in moderation, but if I need the motivation, like if I know I'm like, okay, this week, this week is the organization week, I will start, I'll hop on Pinterest, I'll kind of get like a pin board going of like really pretty toy rooms or really organized spaces, just something to kind of like whet your appetite and be like, yeah, I want that. Um, yeah. Motivate. You'll notice in the toy rooms that you tend to pin, slash all the pictures, uh, they all have something in common, which is very few toys, very few items. Right. And, uh, another thing that motivates me, we kind of joked at the top, but really, truly, tiny house shows on HDTV, I cannot get enough right now. And I think part yeah. of the reason, too, is because, uh, like we said, you can apply, even if you don't move to a tiny house, you can apply the principles they're using- into any space and if you think about how well organized things are how every they can point to any item and find it um as well as they're always like
0: we have so much storage in this tiny house and that means like the equivalent of a shoebox size closet under the staircase and they're like we just really maximized our space
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah and they're not wrong like they and then they got rid of anything that didn't fit and I think that's the step that a lot of uh people aren't willing to take probably is like and then I can store everything else in my parents basement like you know what I mean it's right. just kind of like right 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 I don't know how far you want to go but um applying those principles to the house you're currently living in I think is probably going to be the ticket for me so I live in a house that does not have a basement um it has an it has an attic that you can like it has the classic attic ladder type of thing um yeah, like a pull down stairs. Yeah. yeah and there's quite a bit of space up there actually but it's kind of one of those things where it's like you don't really want to like great for christmas decorations not great for like you know the stuff you use on a weekly monthly basis it's um, a
0: once a year not a pull down like every yeah. quarter
1: right um well maybe <laughs> it depends maybe. Um, jared yeah uh anyway and so that's kind of what i'm dealing with with and I have I have plenty of bedrooms. they're just not huge bedrooms. We have four total, so um that's that's a lot. that's a lot more than most people probably even listening from our uh, small city coastal places where it's way more expensive to have things like that. Also but have um, more
0: kids than some people. I
1: also have more kids than some people, and I also have out- of town parents who I like to be able to put them somewhere. Comfortable when mm-hmm. they come visit. So, just a couple different things. So, maybe make a list of what you're, um, what you're dealing with to start with. What you'd kind of like like to see happen, and then treat your entire house like a tiny house and try to solve the problem. I love problem solving, Jaylee. Um, <laughs> so, one just quote here to solve your problems. Okay, Ooh, well, quote. one quote uh, that I got from the Tiny House shows, and it, it's not like a direct quote, but it's like something I've heard every episode. Yeah, um, and then. Also, I heard it on the Minimalism documentary on Netflix, which I love. I actually just rewatched it. I highly recommend the Minimalist. It. Um, yeah, it's actually called right? Minimalism, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it is it its But we quoted it as the Minimalist. But that's okay. Um, the people who made it. No are the way. Minimalist. I know. I know. I would have bet money. And when you say
0: we quoted it, I quoted it.
1: Well, I did too. I was like, yeah, that's what it's called. But anyway, um, so the two quotes that I loved from both those shows and that documentary, um, one was said. One said. Mm-hmm. Every single thing I own, I know exactly where it is. And I thought, huh, (laughs) that sounds nice. (laughs) And the (laughs) other one uh, was from Minimalism, and it said, I only have about 20 to 30 clothing items, but all of my clothes are my very favorite clothes. And I'm like, yeah, true. And so I don't know, I just kind of felt like I had this sigh, like this breath of, huh, that sounds really good. That sounds really amazing. Um. I can't relate to what they're talking about, but I've had tastes of it. I've had, um, you know, like uh, when you go on vacation and you only have the items in your suitcase and maybe you're bringing... Right. Your, maybe and you're bringing... it's too much. You packed too much. <laughs> right. Uh, and maybe you're bringing your kids. So you bring like one box of toys. It's yeah. like the cleanup at the end of the day is a breeze. And I tend to do laundry. Like usually if we're staying at a place that has like a washer and dryer or something. You can pack a little less, and you find yourself doing laundry a couple different times while you're there. But it's not like overwhelming because you only have like twenty items possible to fold. So it's right, just like you—you right. you can taste the freedom in it for sure. You can sample That's, it. From I've time never to time. thought
0: about that before. And every time when I said you pack too much, I mean like there's always more than you even need. Right. Even if you just are packing one suitcase, it's still right. like I didn't even wear four shirts.
1: Right? Yeah. 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 Um, mm. And so I think that's the that's the taste of it and that you can, you can kind of sense how easy cleanup would be if you have fewer items. It's the most obvious thing in the world. We all have heard it over and over again. Less is more, less is more, less is more. So those are the things that kind of motivate me is just sort of having a vision of what it could look like at the end of the day and not just being so overwhelmed by the items. And so okay. another way to motivate not just you, but your kids, this is really specific. <laughs> okay. There, I have one of my favorite childhood uh, kids' books. Uh, do you remember the Bernstein yeah. Bears? Yes, yeah. I love the Bernstein Bears. Uh, it's called. How Ber- do you
0: say it? Hold on. Say it slowly. <laughs> Jonathan and I have a different way of pronouncing it, so I feel like I need to get this out.
1: Guess what, Shaylee? That How was going to be it? our segment today. No way! You always predict my segments. (laughs) So we'll table it till then. Um, Okay. Because it's important.
0: I'm a genius. Because it's
1: important and we need to explore it in detail. We have become one mind (laughs) and one body. (laughs) It's it's true. Um, Okay, so Bernstein Bears in the Messy Room is this, like, I don't... I think I'm just that nerdy kid who would steal my mom's real simples and like flip straight to the makeover page where it's like, oh, this linen closet's out of hand. And then you flip it to the next page and be like, oh, look at
0: all the folding. I was obsessed with that too. I just I mean, love it.
1: That. I just love it. And it's so this, nature. This book is kind of like that, except for the kids. My, I even noticed my kids were like, wow, that room looks way better. And it's like, it's actually like a, a good strategy that they did. <laughs> it's like actually kind yeah. of informative and kind of... um. I don't know. And, and it ends, of course, with like, they really can enjoy their room a lot more now that everything has a spot. And it's like, they're kicking back, relaxing on their kid's table, eating cookies, reading their books without any, like, mess. And so anyway, they can my kids love that book. And so if I need to kind of get everybody on, on board, we'll read that first <laughs> and then be like, now let's get started. Um, so those are just some motivation tips. Um, But before you get started, and I don't want this to hang anyone up, like, if you don't have a budget to buy any new organizing tools, then don't let this stop you. But um, I think it is kind of nice and motivational to equip yourself with, um, okay, so, like, for me, um, (laughs) I knew that we needed some type of shelving unit. Like, it had to happen. Like, mm. there just wasn't, <laughs> there just was nothing left to do. And so, um, I went <laughs> the ahead. trigonometry. Yes. The trigonometry. Yes. I went ahead and decided to um, get one of those 16 shelf, um, kind of like a big cube storage unit from Ikea. Um, yeah. If you don't have an Ikea near you, I think they go up to, like, nine shelves at Target. Um, okay. It's the same it's pretty much the same product. It's just configured just barely differently. They look identical. You can get them in like white, black or wood or something. Um, okay. And what I like about those are they can have cubes inside them that act as drawers or they cannot. you can put one toy on one of the shelves and like, a cube next to it. You can configure it however you need. Yeah. So there's a lot of flexibility. And as kids age or as toys change, you know, you're not like you're not, like, roped into something that's, like, very, very specific. You can always change yeah. labels. In or Eight years,
0: <laughs> eight years later, Callie will have it all full of shoes.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh. So you don't really outgrow it. It just kind of you can adapt it as you need. Um, so that was kind of going to be my big motivator. And then I used that to kind of provide the framework of, well, then everything needs to fit in the shelf by the end. Or it can't stay in this room. Like, there's just this is the which way it's room be. is it
0: in? Which is it in the playroom?
1: Yes. So, um, coupled with that, we kind of talked a little bit about rethinking the spaces in your house and all the problems that you need to solve. Um, we did a couple things. We tried a couple things over the years. Um, some worked better than others, um, some didn't work at all. So, uh, we had a kind of shelving unit in our living room and had all the toys in that, they were hidden. But their house was in the living room. And to be honest, I didn't really love it. I didn't love it because it felt like the living rooms where the spot was, where the toys came out. And then it was just, it felt like this constant pickup uh, all the time. They couldn't even enjoy themselves because I was just like tripping over things. Um, The only time it
0: was clean is when they were in bed or you were having company. And then right when all the kids get there with company, all the
1: toys come back out. Right, exactly. Um, We had all of the toys up high. In the like shelf above the clothes in the kids' closets, um, at one point I didn't love that either because then it's always on me to get it down and put it back up. It's just like a constant enforcing of, okay, well if you want another thing down, then pick pick those up. And it just was like sometimes Emerson wants to put a train track together and have dinosaurs riding the train. And so I can't, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, well, you got to pick up those trains. If you want to get down those dinosaurs, it's like, oh, I just want (laughs) to, I just want to do what I want (laughs) to do, mom. Um, (laughs) So that works for some items, but not all of the items, which is what we were doing at the time. Maybe Um, like puzzles with all the little individual
0: pieces you could keep up.
1: Yep, totally. Um, So you kind of just have to think, strategize. Is there a way to re format your house that might be a little outside the box like we ended up putting all of our kids in one bedroom with their beds and then all of the mm-hmm. toys in a toy room where no one sleeps uh and it's the it's the playroom so our kids mm-hmm. actually sleep all in the same room all three of them do um and so the nursery. for three and so for some people they're it's the nursery like peter pan um some people might be like what i grew up where every kid has their own room and that's that like no I can't even fathom that yeah but uh it really worked for us because then it's like each room has its purpose and I don't care if the toy room gets a little messy like I'd say once a week we would make sure everything gets back in their designated boxes but not every day I don't really care you know yeah, I like could shut that door shut the door it is in his designated box The four walls <laughs> exactly and then our only rule is just um, everything, like I set an alarm in my phone because I'm terribly absent-minded when it comes to messes and I don't like notice them as much. Um, so I just set an alarm at like five knowing my husband gets home at like five 30. And so at five, all the toys have to be in the toy room. And that's that, like, I don't care if th- they can keep playing with them, just play with them in the toy room. Um, or usually what happens is I let them watch like a 30 minute show from five to five 30. And that's when I cook dinner. Um, and mm. the toys get a break and the kids zone out. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Popping a podcast. So question, question. Yeah.
0: Um, Opal's 19 months old, almost 20. She's almost 20 months old. Yeah. And I can't believe it. Okay. Uh. what point do they start putting their own toys away? When you say you can keep playing with them, that's fine. But they go to the toy room. Like at what point do they like carry them to the toy room themselves? Yeah, right.
1: Not 20 months. Because I've not crossed that
0: bridge. <laughs> we're still working on the whole, like, she understands what I'm saying to her, right? She understands it. I know, it.
1: I know, I know. Not 20 months. And a lot of these, yeah, it might be kind of overwhelming for someone with, like, a one-and-a-half-year-old who's clearly going to just, no, like, drag out the pots and pans everything. while you're cooking. And you're like, Ugh.
0: She has these cute, the cutest little cupcakes ever I got her that each have three they're like organic plastic and it's like three different pieces to each cupcake and they all sit on this cupcake tray and I was so excited to get them for her in itty bitty city where I bought them they have them out and she plays with them like delicately carries the single cupcake puts it in the tray played with it for like 30 minutes one day so I bought it for her so we could take it home I can't she can't even I have it up on this shelf because every time I like set the whole tray she just knocks everything everywhere she takes right. her hands and just goes like and knocks every piece everywhere and then doesn't even want to play with it right so i just have like tabled it yeah yeah, until yeah. she's older
1: well I i've had know. i mean i i have had many breakdowns where i anything with pieces i have gotten rid of i mean i have lost jonathan it that's
0: jonathan said no more pieces so yeah nothing else with pieces I and know. i'm like well you can't not have toys with pieces yeah it's hard right you can. Or can you?
1: You can. Um, okay. Anyway, we can get really specific here in a bit, but just, well,
0: please do. Cause um, I don't. I just have. So huge, maybe just like. Yeah. Fifty gallon tubs now.
1: Yeah. Just maybe think through like: is there a room that can be the room where all the toys go, or the is there toilet. a linen closet that can be repurposed, hmm. and all of those things go in? You know, all the towels go into the actual bathroom, and that is the. Linen closet of toys for this season of your life, or whatever, just kind of think outside the box. Um, yeah, but storage is really nice. I love the 16 shelf IKEA thing. Shelves, hooks, uh, anything you can use on the wall is your friend. Wall is, walls are such great organization real estate, and it's like so rare that people use them to their full potential. I mean, there can be a hook. For your dress up clothes, there can be hooks made for the instruments and they all have a spot. It's just it doesn't all have to be piled up in the closet just because that's what you're used to, you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Anyway, so no toys currently have their actual home in our like common living spaces, meaning our living room and our kitchen. And it actually looks like at 5 p.m. every day, it actually looks like you were to walk in. You'd be like, I wonder if kids live here. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Really, really nice. So it's not like I like
0: too the setting setting the deadline for yourself almost mm-hmm. like at five p.m. at one point. So you're not worried about it the whole day. Right. Toys, whatever. Yeah. Keep them out, whatever. But there's a point in every single day to where even if you're not putting everything back into their individual home, because that is a hour long process before you have like someone over at your house. Right. But just having like a step of they all go into one room. So like get them right. in the general area but keep them out of the whole house. I really like that. Right. And I could do that with a closet.
1: And you know what? <laughs> I have had um I've had mornings too where I tell them like if I'm preparing for guests and I know I need to kind of be like focused and cleaning the kitchen or whatever doing my scrubbing, I'll tell them, "You guys have to stay in the toy room and clean it up, and if you leave the toy room, I'll find another job for you." And they are like silent oh. for like 3 hours.
0: <laughs> like, oh my gosh! I'm like, yeah, because cleaning up with toys is much more fun than like spatulas. Well, and
1: I just tell them like, you don't pops. have to be cleaning the whole time, but if you come out of the toy room, I will find a different job for you. I'll assume your toy job is done, and I'll find something else for you. And they're like, oh, let's just hide in here. And then suddenly they get very. And then creative. you're making it like mom doesn't even know, and I'm playing with exactly the train a little
0: bit. And you're like, yeah, quietly in the toy room. Exactly. Who wins? Exactly. Who's really winning?
1: Who's really winning? Very, um, very nice, hilarious. But okay, so we got the shelf. And I decided there's just too many things. There's too many things with pieces. And there's too many things that are collections. So, like, My Little Mm Ponies has, like, 45. Like, my kids... God bless them. They will get on a kick where they like something and then that's all they get for birthdays and Christmases for like that entire year and then they have thousands of the train or the dinosaur or the Barbie or the whatever. It's too and then they many move on. And then they move yeah. on and then we have so many of or it's just like They pog they it. explode. <laughs> they explode. So rather than having like their yeah. two favorite Barbie dolls, they have like fifty and then it's like they don't even know what to they don't they're overwhelmed by them or whatever. But anyway, and so I was just kind of feeling like there's too many of those types of things. Like we don't need all of the trolls accessible, all of the Barbies accessible, all of the dinosaurs accessible, all all the time. Because otherwise, there's a yeah. hundred items on the floor all the time. And so, what I have done in the past is be very, very donate happy because my kids were younger and they didn't really get it. Um, right. As long as you didn't like, as long as you didn't make it a big deal, it wasn't a big deal. Like if you go, Callie. Do you like this doll? Should I donate it? Then it's like, I love a doll. Of course, do not donate it. But if it's something you've noticed. Right, but if
0: Opal takes a nap and I get rid of 50% of her toys, she'll never know.
1: It She'll never know. And it won't be damaging or anything like that. Well, then they get a little older and they really do start to notice. And sometimes it's like weeks later, like, Mom, where's that thing? And you're like, mm-hmm. where's the troll with the pink hair? Right. I have all the other
0: colors, but I need the pink haired troll. And then to-. you're kind of
1: like, uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, let Then you are like, am I just going to lie? Am I going to lie to their face? <laughs> yes. And so, and that didn't feel right. And also, I never want to hurt my the grandma's feelings if it's something All they right. really cared about. And so, <laughs> this is shout out to my mother in law who said this, told this story back to me, who said it was hilarious. Which fortunately, she was a good sport. But she had swung by like a dollar store once and got foam swords. And uh-huh. the kids like, and they, I mean, it was totally fine. But the kids, the kids played really well with them for like an hour. But then it became a thing, and it became like a fight. And, um, right. and and they're kind of large, so I was like, okay, guys, we're going to have so much fun with these foam swords today. Play all you can, and then we'll donate them, like, tomorrow. Like, it was just like, I knew they were only a dollar mm-hmm. each. And they had a blast. Right. And then I donated them, and so then the next time, I guess she was at her Ami's house, is what we call it. She told her, um, mom donated those swords to kids who don't have swords. <laughs> I was, like, <gasps> I was like, oh, dang it. She out of me. But anyway, fortunately. I she... thought you were going
0: to say she went by the thrift store and found him.
1: No. Well, I'm sure that, I mean, I don't know. That might have happened at some point, oh, too. But um, fortunately, she thought it was funny. And she said, she goes, I appreciate you just kind of letting me do my crazy grandma thing. And then if you need to get rid of something, you can. Because she just really enjoys the process of finding it and giving it. The, enjoyment the fun part is seeing the first
0: fifteen minutes of them playing with it. Yeah, right.
1: yeah, and I mean, if that had been like a sacred heirloom, obviously I would have taken a little more care. But it was, you know, it was. I knew what it was, and it was all fine. But um, plastic sword. But that is another th- obstacle. You're like, I want to donate this, but I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, especially if you're prone to people pleasing. And I don't want. Well,
0: and if it's a sacred heirloom, it doesn't mean. That you want, like if some, let's say, okay, we're on children's toys, let's say someone finds like your husband's great-great-grandfather's toy collection and donates them all and you're like, okay, but they can't play with these because they're old and fragile.
1: Right, right. And,
0: but I can't throw them away because they're like family heirlooms, so now I just have like stuff to store. Like, how would you navigate that?
1: I know, that's true. It's a really good point. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I was like, no, I'm asking, tell me. (laughs) I don't know. Um, You'd keep it? (laughs) Well, I, I think like maybe if it's a collection, you keep one and you're just very careful about, you know, or you or you just have to have some confrontational moments where you say, which I'm I'm terrible to confrontation and I always end up crying because I'm an idiot. And you just say like, hey, I'm so sorry. We're you know, we're really out of storage. Um, I'd love to keep this one, but I just wanted to make sure like you knew, like, do you want these back or whatever? I don't know. I think sometimes you got to kind of like have. Do the you want these back before
0: I donate them? Yeah.
1: Um, but I don't know. I'm getting a little bit bolder in my old age because (laughs) I was going to, I was going to get to this later, but this seems like a fine spot for it. Um, but I think sometimes you have to really think about like the health of your home. And by that, I mean, like I am someone Mm -hmm. who is naturally not very tidy. My husband is someone who values tidiness very, very much. And it's been a huge source of conflict in the past. Like, it has been the source of a lot of fights and bickering. And when we're bickering, that's not healthy for our kids. And so right. sometimes you have to kind of go, is this box of items, is it worth people pleasing someone who doesn't live here?
0: Right. For the sake Who's of my not marriage. not as important in your life as right. your kids and husband. And chances are,
1: they're not going to know if it's stored in the attic or if it's donated or, you know what I mean? Like, so you kind of have to put some perspective on it too. And so I actually broke down in conversation to a family member once who kind of was, they were joking, going like, we're going to spoiler your kids, get over it. Uh, Like, we're going to buy the stuff, like get over it. And they were kind of joking around. And then I got a little emotional because I said, I can't fight with my husband every single day over this box of toys, I can't do it. Like, I can't, like, it's not worth it. The items are not worth the stress it is for me to maintain it or me to, like, you know, figure out a spot for it. It's just, I have to have some perspective and put the team ahead of, like, the people who are on the outside team, <laughs> the extended team. Right. <laughs> the team, the house team, has to come first every now and then. And if you're if they really care about you, you and your family unit and your kids, and it's all a source of love anyway then they're going to get it like they're going to be like oh well yeah i love your kids that was the point of all this anyway so i want your home to be a he- you know a healthy space
0: yeah did um, you read that article that was getting shared around facebook about toys no i don't they're like kids nowadays or something i read it it was somewhere shared around facebook but i don't i didn't get the the link or anything cuz i was just thinking about it right now as you were talking but it was talking about um don't buy my kid toys kind of (laughs) and just said like um my kid has enough toys or my kid has enough technology or and it said if you want to do something for my child if they you know you love them and care about them like give them experiences right or or donate towards you know my kids love experiences so donate towards the science museum or they love going to to yeah the zoo or or you know so like for a birthday you could say hey we're saving up for zoo annual zoo passes if you want to donate for little billy's 2018 zoo pass right feel free but no obligation to bring anything or donate you know either way right and i think some people are uncomfortable because they're like well i don't want it to be like i'm asking for a gift or i don't but even if you did that with just grandparents the like right. Yeah, like, hey, these are this is a list of some things like we're saving up for or experiences or take the kid out to get ice cream. That's what they were saying, like, spend time with my child. And that would be more, you know, take them out to ice cream, take them to the park. And that'd be what they're right. wanting more than another toy anyway is your time.
1: Exactly, but no one wants to be the person who shows up at a party empty-handed either. So it's awkward for everyone. I think it's just you have to over communicate yeah. if it's really important. And no to you. one
0: wants to be the person having the party with like a donation basket, like which
1: I did. That's... I was gonna tell that <gasps> story. Did you? Yeah the I'm, the I'm just tornado hit reading. the tornado hit Joplin like one month before Callie's first birthday party, and I was also stressed about all the toys. And so I was like, on the invitation, I was like, instead of bringing a toy for Callie, who's one and doesn't really know. Bring a brand new toy to donate to Convoy of Hope's Joplin toy drive. And oh, guess what I didn't everyone, mean like that. I'm in a, do- guess what <laughs> I'm in everyone a donation did. basket like for the zoo. They brought ca- two toys. They brought a toy for Joplin and a toy for Callie because no, no. one wants to be the friend who didn't bring a kit, toy for the mm. kid. I'm like, I really meant it. I really meant it. Ah, oh, dang it. So anyway, um, that doesn't work either. And then also, Gosh. if that only works for a one-year-old because a two-year-old is going to be like, wait a minute, I don't understand. But we'll get Those to my birthday. toys. We'll get to birthday parties here in a bit. Um, okay, okay. Uh, so the question was, what do you do if you don't donate them? What 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 can you do to get them out of the toy room? And so I've read right. a bit about this, and this is the very first month that we've tried it, and it's going really, really well. And so the concept okay. is called putting toys on rotation. So I explained it all to Callie. Mm-hmm. I said, Hey, everything we're keeping. Everything. So just because you don't see it in the room right now doesn't mean it's not here. Okay. So you're Mm going to pick, you're going to pick your very favorite. There's 12 cubes. So, I mean, I have three kids. Everybody gets four cubes, basically. Uh, So pick your four. Fill your four cubes with whatever fits. Yes, with whatever you want. And if it doesn't fit, don't worry about it because it's just going in this big tub in the garage. We can get to it at any moment. If you have a regret and you want to swap something out, we can do it. It's no, it's no big deal. But it's going to make it easier to keep everything, you know, accessible. And so, or what's really, amazing yeah. was my sweet little sentimental daughter. I'm like, it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like when you're like, the dog isn't dead. He's going off to live on a nice farm. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, even though I can't see it, I have this theory that it's somewhere in this house, and that's a little easier on. Um, you know, on her heart. And also, if you do, if you notice it's been several months and she's not asked for this entire bag of whatever and you decide maybe it is time to go ahead and donate that and if I bring it back up, she might... Suddenly become attached to it or whatever, you know what I mean.
0: Or you could um, just say, "Hey, remember those toys we put out? You haven't asked about them in six months. Is it okay if we give those to other kids who don't have toys?" Right. And then at that point, she's kind of like, hmm, "I can't even really remember what was in that tub." Yeah, but sure. once, once you if open I the tub, though,
1: it. it's Christmas morning. <laughs> you got to be careful. That's why you you don't open the tub. <laughs> you don't open the tub. But um, but if you notice, like or, or whatever, broken pieces. Things that are broken that you know they don't care about, but if you bring it back up, they might suddenly be, like, dramatic about it. I think, right. personally, I think it's okay to get rid of some of those things covertly, like, without making a big, huge lesson of it. Yeah, some if are missing pieces or broken yeah, or dirty things, or whatever. Some things can be lessons, and you know, about serving others. I know a lot of people do, like, well, when we get new Christmas presents, um, let's go through which ones, you know, if you want whatever you're getting five new toys new for christmas toys we're giving away yeah. so let's pick five nice toys that you don't care about anymore but they're nice and they're valuable right and let's find a way to like um give those away and bless someone else and that can be the lesson but i don't know that every single battle needs to be this huge lesson i think sometimes you can just kind of get rid of things you know they don't care about um yeah. but anyway and that again is hilarious because you know if Callie, if suddenly she thinks, "Where's that troll that was broken with the ratty hair," and you're like, "Oh, it's on rotation," yeah. and you don't have to say, "I threw that one away because it was nasty." She, you know, it's the dog at the farm. It's on she's rotation like,
0: she's forever like, in the
1: universe, right? And so she's like, "Oh, okay, as long as it's somewhere." You know what I mean? As long as it's not like, <laughs> as long as it's not just you know whatever. Um,
0: I don't need it now. I was just quizzing you to make sure I couldn't cry over you giving something <laughs> away that I didn't okay.
1: And then it creates this limbo of uh, I don't know, grandparent buffer too. Of she's assuming everything's on rotation and doesn't have to just say like, I think mom got rid of oh. that thing you got me. Like no, I didn't. Mm. It's on rotation. Or if it's all grandma's good.
0: like, they're playing uh, like I don't know, old time battle. And they're like, boy, we wish we had some swords. <laughs> then she's not like, I got you swords. Where are they? <laughs> then it can just be like, maybe they're in the big tub out. I don't really know where right, anything yeah. is. Anyway.
1: Right. Um, and I do feel My less. tax
0: returns in there, everything.
1: <laughs> I do feel less panicky about it, too, because it's just things that aren't, that we don't play with every day and they're not, they don't need to be in the toy room, like mixing and being confused. Yeah. Um, Anyway, and then just another, like, kind of uh, addition onto that is the cube thing. They are uh, just the right size and weight that the kids can get them down by themselves. So, like, when mm-hmm. Emerson, like, trains, everyone got him trains. Every I'm talking every aunt, every grandma. Um, and I, every time he got more, I would just upgrade the box that went on the top of the closet. Uh, and so then every everything train-related fit in one box, and I could barely lift it. It was like, it was horrible. And so I'm like, that's probably too many. I don't think even if he had all day, I don't think he could make a train as long as these tracks would allow. Like, I don't think, I think it's too much. (laughs) Um, And so we pared down and we put all the tracks into one of the boxes and all the trains into the other. And when it was full, we got rid of the ones that he didn't care about. Didn't fit. And now if he wants to get the trains down, he can do it. He can do it on his own. And it's not like a physical effort um did some, you do like
0: each kid had a different color or anything like color of boxes? i didn't i just kind of made
1: sure they were labeled so that they knew which oh, okay. thing to go back in with a little I, I have like the word and then just like a very simple drawing very simple Like you didn't do icon. like
0: red tubs yellow tubs and blue tubs
1: no because i also don't know <laughs> i'm <they're>, just kidding <laughs> i wouldn't want that in my house <laughs> no it's true but uh also i don't think um I don't know that I love being like, this is yours. You're the only one who can play with this. Like, I kind of like them all Yeah, I was
0: going to touch on that with the rooms. You were talking about the rooms and kind of doing with the more of the communal aspect. And this might be a slight tangent off of the topic. But I remember, I don't like this, but I remember doing it. We all had our own rooms. And Uh we would, like, draw the lines and be like, they're stepping in my room, my room, my room, mom. They're stepping in my room. You're not allowed to pass this line. And would do this whole, like... Thing, and really, as a parent now, I'm like, no, 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 it's all mine. The whole house is dad and I. <laughs> if right. like, we really want to get particular, like, we really don't own it. Actually, the bank owns it because we have a mortgage <laughs> on this home. Right. If you want to get real technical, you know. And so, uh, I don't know. Does that take? I know your kids are still young, but take a little bit of that out of the equation as far as the kind of community mentality
1: of yeah, our yeah. stuff? it does. It does. I, I don't hear a lot of, like, get out of my room. Every now and then, um, I actually, I think it's almost um, the opposite problem, where, like, I now have, like, a six-year-old who's, like, learning to read. And she'll say sometimes, like, I just wish I had, like, a space that was, like, my little... Like, just mine. Like, just my little space where I could go and just, like, read Aww. and have just a few things, like, my seashell collection. And no one's allowed to touch that. And I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's make a space. So, like, we just got bunk beds. So, we're trying to make it so that like Callie has, like, a shelf up there that no the other kids can't get Aww. into. And Callie has, like, this little trunk that has, like, a not a real lock, but it feels like it does. <laughs> like... And she can put like her really special items in there and they, those go up high and Nora doesn't need to get into those. And I think like that's also that's kind good. of a good lesson because it's teaching her to like value certain things. And like if you're going to leave them out, she's going to get into it and she's going to put it in her mouth. Well, right. You know? And if
0: she's trying to keep something nice, it's not like, well, if the two year old wants to destroy your things, it's okay because right. it's everyone's. You yeah. know, that's not right either. Exactly. That's good for her to have a little bit of space.
1: Right. So we're kind of working on that too. And, and I don't know that it's a lifetime solution either. I think, you know, eventually it makes sense if she has, I don't know, or at least the girl's room, girls alone, boys alone or whatever. Not boys, boy, but I don't know. For boy. now it makes sense. Um, anyway. Have you talked and- about that yet? Have
0: you talked about if your baby's a boy or a girl yet?
1: <laughs> I don't think we have. Uh, I am. Caring. Are you posting that on social media? I already did. Yeah. Uh, I'm caring. Don't if- talk about it. I'm carrying a baby girl in my belly. Another little girl.
0: Yeah. yeah. Three girls. Three one girls,
1: boy. one boy, which is what Jared grew up with. Yeah. He's one of four and the rest are girls. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so we'll kind of adapt as we go. But for now, I want the um, baby to have its own nursery because I get really stressed about sleeping. I want her to yeah. have her own thing. So we're kind of making the rest work. She needs that. Um Cool. Anyway, but back to this. So, I don't know, just a couple of different things. Before we started the rotation thing, I had, like, the girls pick their two favorite dress-up dresses. I'm not Mm -hmm. kidding. I think they have 30. This is all grandparents. (laughs) (laughs) I have never bought them a dress-up dress. Um, And they don't even know. They don't even know what they have. And sure enough, they both picked their two favorites. The rest went on rotation, and they dress up in those two dresses, and they don't care. Like, it's not like they're like, dang it, I wish I was Snow White today. They just, like, think it's... Uh, I don't know it's like because now they can see them and they're like oh wait a minute dress up well
0: and usually even if they have 30 to choose from like what I'm finding is everyone has their same favorites right and so they're going to wear their same favorites every day for that month regardless of how many right. options they have
1: probably and so I put all of the extra dress up dresses in with all of our Halloween costumes and so now I'm like well mm. we can get down for Halloween and just have a dress up party and then put it back up. Cool. Um, anyway, or <laughs> if it's been a really long time, maybe it's time to move on from some of those dresses. But and then the other thing too was stuffed animals. I cannot stand. <laughs> I can't <stay> <laughs> stuffed animals. I like oh. They're just so just bulky. Just give
0: one of your kids lice, so you have an excuse to throw them all away. Like, give them, I'm sorry, them. Oh yeah, there you go. Lice. Um, you and again, I don't
1: think away. I've ever bought my kids a stuffed animals. I don't know how they. Accumulate. It's strange, but um, anyway. But then they're very bulky, and so I had. um, I kind of actually knew that one already. There's like a couple they all sleep with, like by default, and I just put the rest on on rotation. So they're in their own bin, uh, in the attic actually, Mm because I didn't think anyone's gonna care about those. And then I have to tell you a funny little story. Um, Okay. I heard Callie and Emerson (laughs) suddenly there was only six stuffed animals in the little stuffed animal bin, and you can see all six of them. And so that's what I kept noticing is all of a sudden they're playing with them. They hadn't played with them in six months, any of them. And then when you see six (laughs) sitting there really cute, all of a sudden you're like, hey, I'd like to play with those. It's just funny. It just like heightens the appeal of everything that's left, it seems like. Um, But anyway, so. It's like
0: those boutiques that only have like seven
1: things in the store and they're (laughs) all really expensive. Right. Right. Anyway, or my Pog collection, if you, if you, heard, that, if you heard that episode. <laughs> you Pogged. That's why I said. You Pogged. You don't want to Pog something. Um, anyway, so I listened to their dialogue. I was cracking up because Emerson has a plush, like, bear, and Callie's holding a plush monkey. And again, she hasn't touched this monkey in, like, six months. And, uh, and so they're talking to each other, and he's like, what are you doing today? And she's like, well... I'm not sure what I'm gonna do now I had a wife But she must be on rotation (laughs) Dying laughing Because I was like Oh no There was apparently was a family unit I didn't ask about I didn't mean to break up the family But anyway I didn't
0: You separated a marriage couple A monkey marriage
1: And then I asked her I was like I didn't know I'm sorry Do you want me to go get the wife From the attic She's like No it's okay And they kind of moved on They didn't really care anymore He needed a break anyway (laughs) (laughs) He's on vacation He's having like a bachelor weekend um, anyway, just kind of funny. And so I had them pick their favorites. And then also just for fun, cause I'm nerdy. I picked a couple of mm-hmm. my favorites, like things I really hoped oh. they would like, like hoped they'd play with, <sighs> but they didn't really, or whatever. Like we read the little house, like the anthropology stuffed animal that's super cute. And like, for
0: some reason they never <laughs> like,
1: yeah, well that, and we read the little house series. And when we went and toured, we bought, I bought a, ra- a rag doll for Callie and a rag doll for Aww. Nora and it's a ragdoll I get it it's not like it's it's not like got bells and whistles or anything like that but she thought it was really really cool in the moment because Laura had one and she cherished it and it was like very precious to her and doll. they're very cute and sweet well anyway that's not it's not Callie's favorite it's not Nora's favorite but I just thought I wonder if we have fewer toys and these are sitting nicely on a shelf I wonder if they'll play with them Just cur- it was more just like an experiment And then sure enough, the next time I walked in the room, Callie had one and Nora had one and they were doing a whole (gasps) story with them. And my heart swelled six sizes. Um, Anyway, so like little things like that that are kind of open ended uh, classic toys. Sometimes like the all they need is just a moment in the spotlight and the kids start going for it. Like some of the blocks or some of the things that aren't so uh, fancy, I guess. The things
0: um, that we like as moms, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and and just the things that don't—they're um, not trendy, they're not branded. They kind of like they don't outgrow them as quickly. They just kind of need to be reminded how to play with them. Like, so if you get down and you start building a tower, they're like, "Wait a minute, I love building block towers," and they do. And the next hour, they're, they're they're building block towers. So, anyway, we
0: stacked three blocks on top of each other the other day. It was big news in the <laughs> Murphy house. Three blocks. <laughs> Aww. So cute. Um, that's good too though, but she also likes animals that like, like those stuffed animals that are like robot-y that like make weird rap electronic music sounds. Those are the ones she cries towards at Target and I'm just like, no. Right. She has one that says like, pink hand, blue foot. Yeah. Like whatever, a little dog. But sometimes I just like play with an animal or a doll or something that doesn't have a computer in
1: it. Right right i don't know um anyway and then and then uh i think too you have to decide what's more what i what i'm calling it is we have um in our like entryway closet up on the top shelf is where we keep all of our board games and mm-hmm. i have probably more than the average person cuz i love board games. <laughs> I like games i love game nights katie um, half your games are going on rotation <laughs> but i i decided like are any of these toys more in like the board game world meaning like like Lincoln logs. Like that's usually something we do all together, like at the kitchen table. And then you're not just like finding tiny Lincoln logs, like mixed in with the trolls or um, one of the crafts that we love to do. Like if you need your kids to just zone out and be silent for like three hours, um, not Opal's age, but, like, a little bit older. Um, <laughs> I need that. What's that? What is, no. uh, fuse beads. Did you ever do that, like, in summer camp where you do, like, the melty beads? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They're so, like, fine motor focused for, like, hours on end. And the only thing you have to do is iron them when they're complete. And so, like, mm-hmm. those things aren't really. Make that heart bigger. <laughs> <Yeah>. Those <laughs> things aren't really, like, toy room worthy, in my opinion, because they're more, like, an event feeling. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to get that Craft. down. Yeah, a craft or yeah. anything like that. And same with like right. puzzles. I went off the deep end one time and threw away every puzzle we had because I could not I was like, <gasps> you can't just pick up puzzles. You have to solve them in order to <laughs> in order to file them back into their whatever very fancy puzzle right, right. slot. And um then what I found is our local library has puzzles you check out, just like books. Um it's actually like really? a it's actually called like a well, you just donate the puzzle when you're done so it's like you don't even have to bring it back if you don't want to it's like a very low pressure situation um, but anyway and so i'm like that's perfect because usually they don't care about them after the after they solve it you know like a 100 piece puzzle and then they're like it's not like they want to do that oh you're one. talking
0: about like okay i'm thinking of like the six like shapes that go into the wooden puzzle yeah 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 i'm talking okay, more like i'm in a the different four and realm of life than that okay right. got it 100 piece
1: um but, I mean, even those used to drive me crazy, though. Like, the 20-piece ones that have a... Because like, then you don't feel like if they have a board corresponding, you don't feel like you can just grab them off the ground and stick them somewhere. You feel like you have to solve it. And you're like, why? Put it
0: in... Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, why have I been well, cleaning my... up for, like, an hour and a
1: half? And you're like, because I keep putting <laughs> me too. together puzzles. John,
0: I've been putting together 27 <laughs> puzzles. Well, and I think that my problem when I first... Um, Like, even hearing you talk is really good for me because I think as a first child, for some reason, I thought every toy had to be accessible to her at all times. Right, And it's, like, the first time in my life where I'm, like—I think I was talking to my sister-in-law, who's very organized, and she had in a tub, like, 20 really nice, high-quality wooden puzzles— that she brought over to give me. And I'm like, how do you have all the pieces to these puzzles when your kids are like 13, 10, right. and 7? Like, w- how have you kept these for 15 years all together? And she was like, well, we just put the puzzles up. And then if it's pu- if we're doing puzzles, then I take the puzzles down and we play puzzles. And then when they're done, they go back up in the closet. Right, like a board And I was like, oh, oh. So they don't have access. Right. To the puzzles, because Opal puzzle would just time. drag all the puzzles and dump them all off. Yeah, and so that was like a wake-up call, and so now the puzzles go on a shelf, and if I want to pull down three puzzles for her to play with them, and then also it's kind of like the on rotation, if you have a closet or something to do that, right. then it's like a special time that you're getting something down that's like a craft or a puzzle or something that's more long-term, and it's more like an activity. Exactly and you can rotate through them or like little stations for playing like hey let's play with balls and now let's play with puzzles right. and then let's play with yeah so that's yeah, good that'll... oh
1: wait i where, where your shelf went in the play room correct right okay which now we're going we're shifting stuffed around so i'll have to like post some pictures as we do this
0: stuff cuz <gasps> i'm excited story we never story instagram story
1: oh yeah we should we'll instagram have to do story. more story your whole toy uh, solution everything
0: madness. I'll do it. I'll do it. This Um, week. Okay,
1: cool. So then some things I regret in the past. I was like a sucker for like this super cute retro kitchen set that was like a big, it's like, you have to be really honest about what is actually furniture. Like you're like, it's a toy. It's like, well, it takes up as much room as the dresser. And then she loved it. The size of your real kitchen. Right. She loved it. And then she didn't care anymore. And none of the kids care about it anymore. And it takes up space. And so I'm like, ah, and I wish, like, one of the things I'm I'm thinking about, which I haven't really talked to my husband about it yet, but, like, um, they kind of have, like, a kid's section of their, um, of the store he works at. And I'm like, oh. it's almost like it needs to be there because almost no kid cares about a kitchen unless they're in, like, a... Uh, someplace they didn't expect it <laughs> like they're like a flooring what? store yeah like, i'm in a flooring King's store kitchen. and suddenly this kitchen is the coolest kitchen ever. i'm like you've lived with that kitchen for two years and suddenly you yeah care about yeah but something totally. like that it makes sense to be in or like you go to your friend's house and you play at their kitchen and you're like you have this kitchen you have this exact kitchen but it's <laughs> at our friend's house i don't know it's it's funny so it's just like some of those things like the big riding toys or like emerson has like a wood wood workshop bench we got him for his first birthday when he didn't care and he's never cared and you're like ah and I think sometimes you just have to be really really honest and be like it's really cute like it's technically almost decor at this point because (laughs) it looks cute but no one's using it can I Craigslist this or can I get some of the money back in? Or is there, is could the church enjoy it? You know, the church nursery or something like that. I don't know. Just maybe being honest about the things that take up a lot of space and, and going for it. And so that I think requires a little bit of honesty. And then also um, just to reiterate this, you touched on it earlier, almost with the exact example I was going to use. Even Um, (laughs) if, if you're a people pleaser and you hate confrontation, challenge yourself to just try to be very, very vocal and very specific before uh, the event happens, meaning Christmas, Mm -hmm. meaning birthday. Um, If there's one more expensive item that you, you know, like I think it's about time for Callie to get a bike. Maybe both grandmas could go in on that and it's really special and it's a, you know, it's a little more expensive or um, the zoo pass or whatever. If I think if you name the ideas and you're really passionate about them, um, then it's more likely to happen than if you're just like, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to offend anyone. And then suddenly yeah, yeah. Christmas was 50 plastic toys that got lost or whatever. Um, or,
0: or even making like a, an ongoing Amazon list or a yeah. list even when you don't have anything coming up, because my big problem, even with myself, like I love buying things and shopping, but then all of a sudden my birthday and Christmas are like a month apart right and everyone's like what do you want and i'm like uh i don't even know like i have no i don't know anything and i'm like but then tomorrow i'm gonna find nine things i want right you know so making just like an ongoing little list for your kids or something that they've noticed or something they're setting up for yeah that's really good
1: and then you can even kind of pause it's not as knee-jerk reaction in target aisle it's more like you can read some reviews and be like oh their kid lost interest or that is a lot of pieces or things you know you don't think about you can kind of sift through while you're not being so impulsive um so anyway, and then I just wanted to list some triggers that tend to trigger uh materialism in kids and and things Ooh. like that. So things I've noticed um okay. number one, these are these are really obvious probably, but like um there was a while there like when I was oh, this was back when I had unlimited internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. if I needed to get some work done, I might just hand Callie an iPad and maybe the iPad had that li- really cool YouTube kids app on it where you can just kind of navigate through and watch whatever you want. And, you know, it's not inappropriate, but a lot of it is like toy unboxing, like they're very insanely popular, like where these people just like literally blind go blind bag. Yes. And- like, Ooh, what's mm-hmm. going to be in this thing? I have never, ever heard so many requests from Callie as during that time. She would be like, I really want this la-la-loopsie, blah, 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 I'm like, how do you even know about it? It was on YouTube. And everything right. sounds so appealing. My niece is obsessed with blind bags. Yes. And um, it's it makes me sick. And we just outlawed it. We literally, it's not allowed anymore. Actually, Callie just... <laughs> She doesn't even get the iPad anymore unless it's... I have all of her educational games on it, and that's it. Um, like, sight words and handwriting and stuff like that. But she... <laughs> when you know, ever get it, you're like, oh, this is awesome. I love this game, which is called Hooked on Phonics. Um, anyway. <laughs> phonics. And uh, same with, obviously, TV commercials. The only channel i'm gonna sound so strict i'm not that strict but anyway the only channel we watch is pbs because pbs doesn't have commercials right and if you don't right. know any better if you don't know any different we don't even have the disney channel so obviously it's not like i had to like wean her off of it or anything like that but like if all you know is daniel tiger and the like you think that's tv and that's all good i mean maybe when she gets to public school next year she'll be like wait a minute <laughs> i don't know i'll wait let you a know well and also we have um
0: we d- got, like, an HBO trial, which we had never had. We don't have cable either. We, we use, like, a um, an Apple TV and right. use watch television through apps. Um, and so, like, we got an HBO trial for some sort of show we were just wanting to watch one season of, but then we found out it has all, like, 45 seasons of Sesame Street yeah, accessible yeah. on there. And then, if I am having her watch Sesame Street, not that I sit and let her watch, like, 12 episodes at a time, but sometimes it's, you know, trickled into two or three. Right. And, and she's usually playing while it's, it's going, but it just cycles through Sesame Street episodes. There's nothing in between. There's no commercials. There's no. Exactly. Anything. And so you don't even have to worry about if you're doing Netflix or Daniel Tiger on Netflix or
1: something like that as well. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, So obviously commercials work. And um, the other thing you just mentioned is I'm very, very careful about trips to target and trips to stores that sell more than groceries because there are toy aisles and there are in caps and there are huge displays and they know exactly where to put them where you think yeah even
0: if you don't go to the toy section and you
1: avoid it you can't even yeah you can't get out and the more they see the more they want and it's not i'm not trying to like shelter them from that and sometimes we do go to target but usually it's very special like it's like we finished swim lessons and you guys did such a good job, and this is such a treat. And you guys each get five bucks, and we're all going to Target. And um, which Callie told me, Mom, there's really not a lot you can get at Target for $5. I'm like, Shh, why do you know that? <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, why do you know that? Why are you um, right?
1: Anyway, and then uh, in a workaround to that too is uh, well, <laughs> Just to add on to that. I don't know that I should go to Target that often either. <laughs>
0: like, really. I was going <laughs> to say, I like, Target it's good has for kind me. of the same effect on me. Either. <laughs> the and more so, they see, the more they want. And I was like, yes, yes, that's right. Correct. That's right. Correct.
1: And so I think, like, I'm even trying to treat Target like a, a special treat for me that I, I don't think I even go. I mean, I probably go once every three months now. Um which oh my god! but i also live really far I, I,
0: I go three times a week
1: <laughs> i would love to go three times a week but i think i really would <sighs> i think i don't think i would leave with less than 50 dollars of purchases each time it's kind of scary no
0: 68 dollars. 68 <laughs> it always seems like everything's around 68 dollars. Uh, like how did i even what did i get
1: right and so i think if you're if you're challenging this which i'm going to continue this series with non-children purchases like adult purchases and like clothing and things like that so we'll hit on that again i'm sure but like The more stores you walk through, the more you're going to want. The more people you follow on Instagram, the more you're going to want. The more blogs you read, the more you're going to want. So it's just, it makes sense for your kids too. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's good. Okay. Uh, so yes, that so, that's so
0: the first trigger was commercials. Second trigger was actually being places where you're just seeing all the toys.
1: Right. And I mean, I think the YouTube unboxing thing is its own category, but it's basically a commercial. You gotta, you gotta be wise to go. I'm watching a commercial. I'm literally just watching my kids, letting my kids just just watch. It's an commercials. infomercial. Yeah. Right. Uh, but anyway, and then the final thing is. Uh, birthday parties. So when you're throwing a birthday party, like we discussed earlier, even if you have the best intention, even if you tell them don't bring a gift, even if you tell them bring a different gift to donate, um, people are going to show up with gifts. You're creating a guest list and you have to assume every single guest is going to bring something for your kid. And so I love the planning of birthday parties. My first, my first child's first birthday party was the most ridiculous birthday party you've ever seen ever, unless you've seen Shaley's. Um, <laughs> Stop. And, uh, Stop. <laughs> the theme was cute feeling as a, guilty. The theme was cute as a button, and I bought a button mold to make candy buttons to top the cupcakes with. Oh I my mean, gosh, just, come on, that's anyway, but it was a hobby <laughs> and I enjoyed crafting and I enjoyed um, setting that up. And I don't regret it. And I think like your first kid's first birthday party, it's a rite of passage for you too. You're kind of celebrating like, I did it. (laughs) I was a parent for a year. They're alive. Um, And if you enjoyed that sort of thing, then that's totally fine. And that's go for it. But I think there's um, kind of a cultural norm to throw a birthday party for every birthday. And if you have three or four kids, uh, it's a lot. And so- Every month. (laughs) Yeah. And so um, one thing that I do with my kids- um, is we do birthday clues. And so I figure out if it's not on their actual birthday, I w- I'd love for it always to be on their birthday, but sometimes it doesn't work out with the other childcare thing, but it's a one-on-one date and I take them on, um, they get a clue and it tells them like where the next location is going to be. And usually there's like three clues or four clues. And that is so cute. It's fun. It's like my favorite days of the entire year. Cause I never get one-on-one time with them and it's so special and it's yes, we're buying things, but it's not. That's not the gift, you know. And then, of course, we'll probably. the experience. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, we'll probably buy them one gift as well, like, for the end of the day or whatever. Um, but I'm learning, like, I enjoy a really cute, well-crafted cake table, but that doesn't necessarily have to be a birthday party. Like, that could be the end of our day for our family, our family of five or six, you know what I mean? Um, right, and
0: everyone's still going to see it like they would coming to a physical birthday party if you post a little picture right. or on Facebook for your mother-in-law or have immediate family.
1: Yeah, and uh, Callie's of the age now where she wants to be in on it. She wants to decide the theme, and she wants to bake it with me, and she wants to set it up, and it's all very exciting. Like, it's it's a different thing now than when you have, like, a one-year-old who's taking a nap, and you're kind of just, like, enjoying the <laughs> crafting. Um, yeah. And so, I mean,
0: enjoying, I mean, enjoying. Right.
1: And so I think just, uh, I'm not saying don't ever have a birthday party, but I know a lot of people who are like, we do a really special birthday for their first and their 10th and their, you know, whatever they pick their 16th. like, <laughs> they pick their like, um, milestone birthdays, I guess. Um, yeah. but if you think about it, like throwing an elaborate birthday for three kids, it's it's starting to become like a every few months you're you know what I mean you're
0: well even to... honestly, even opal, I'm thinking you know, four months from now she's gonna be two, right and I don't I feel like I just had her first birthday right like, and I do think that it's something for me, I'm kinda like, I mean, maybe I'll do something with our immediate family or maybe like a couple people, but right. that's kind of how the other one started, so I'll have to watch myself, but again, of just. I don't know. And also, not everyone wants to go to kids' birthday parties all the time. I mean, you got to throw that out there, too. I know. It's true. Sometimes. There's nothing wrong with doing a big one every year, but I think also sometimes it's the pressure to do it. And it's like, if you don't want to send out invitations, you don't want to have a big thing, just all go to the pool around your kid's birthday and invite some friends if they want and get a cake on your way. And it doesn't have to be this big, extravagant thing that I just did.
1: Right exactly for her first yeah Yeah. i i I agree and then i think too and i'm about to like i'll have to update you guys in real time because i know there's probably some moms who are older and wiser than me who have kids in public (laughs) school but um i'm also i'm also a minimalist when it comes to our schedule like i i don't know that i want to start the precedence in first grade of we're having a big cali birthday party we're inviting everyone in her classroom and now since she's got 26 kids in her class, I have 26 birthday parties on Saturdays that I'm basically committing to by throwing because this first they came one to ours. Yeah. because they came to ours. Yeah. And so I don't know what that looks like yet because I haven't had to walk through it. And I know me and I, I'm very social and I'm very people-pleasy and I'm, I fear it mm-hmm. just a little bit because no, I don't want to be the mom who's like, we don't go to birthday parties. You'll just have to tell Alyssa that you're going to bring her a sucker tomorrow with a card because you won't be there because we're not committing. And she's
0: like Alissa's gluten-free and sugar-free.
1: <laughs> um, but you know what I mean you kind of have to start yeah when you have 3 kids one on the way and you have a You got to edit. Yeah, you've got to edit and I think you you've got to learn as a people pleaser you've got to learn what's best for the family unit and not what's mm-hmm. what's going to be awkward for a second for that mom you don't really know who's not living in your home, who, I don't know, I'm, it's, I'm sure there's a balance and I'm not there yet. I'm just kind of like, I'm kind of already like prepping Jared. Like, I just don't know if we're going to be the family that goes to every single birthday party, every single Saturday or drops our kid off. I just don't, I don't know. But if that changes, I'll keep you updated. I'll keep you updated in real time. So anyway, so that's that. That's what I got.
0: Now is it time for the segment? Yeah. Yep. That I already guessed. The segment
1: is called Bernstein Bears.
0: Is it? Yeah. What what are we are we all just going to like am I going to wear a blue and white polka dot hat and
1: Yeah, you're Mama Bear. Um no. Uh I posted this on Facebook because when I went to sit down and read The Bernstein Bears to my kids, I did a double take yeah. on the author's names and I went What? And I've learned that I'm not the only one who did not realize that they spell their last name the way they do and pronounce it not at all how I thought I was pronouncing it my entire childhood. Okay, okay. The Oh, for the the bears. Yeah, it's written by Jan and Stan Berenstein. Beren's yeah, Berenstein. And, Berenstein. Oh. Okay, so how do you think okay. it's pronounced?
0: Okay, I always thought it was, I don't know how it's spelled, and Jonathan's made me look at it, but I refuse that he's right. I always cl- did Berenstein bears. Right. Like, Berenstein, like the bear is the first word of the last name, Berenstein. Jonathan says Berenstein.
1: Berenstein. Bears. Okay. Berenstein. Really emphasize the second syllable. What is, what's happening? So Berenstein. Berenstein. Do you think it's like stein, like
0: kind of like S-T-E-I-N? steen like keen
1: yeah. yeah 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 or stein like i thought it was like an e-i something berenstein something like that it's berenstein. it's
0: Berenstain, s-t-a-i-n Berenstain yeah Berenstain yes beren... like a stain
1: on your dress yes Berenstain b-e-r-e-n S T A I N. Berenstein.
0: Berenstein. And I'm
1: like, no, it's not. It's the Bernstein Bears. No. <laughs> it's the Bernstein. You...
0: <laughs> wait, wait. So you said Berenstein. Well, whatever. That's how Jonathan says it. Berenstein. Berenstein. Yeah. Berenstein. Berenstein Bears. It's Berenstein Bears. Berenstein Bears
1: anyway no i know and then i posted it on facebook and i was like did they change their last name or am i crazy and almost everyone tagged something called the mandela effect which apparently this is like a psychologically proven thing where you misremember something to the point where like a group of people consider it fact because everyone's misremembering it
0: the (gasps) same way no and then, I, and then
1: of course Like any good millennial I looked up uh, Mandela Effect On Wikipedia And the very first example Is Berenstain Bears No So I'm like Okay wait, wait. This Berenstain is a thing. Berenstain
0: Why did every My mom said it wrong
1: I know I don't and know she's like A literacy specialist <laughs> Well I mean And maybe it's not pronounced The way it looks But I did not think It looked like that At all So it's S-T-A-I-N Yeah Stain yeah. Berenstein. Weird. Anyway, so that's our
0: segment. (laughs) That's our segment. Our segment (laughs) is Shaley and Katie talk about a word for a long time. (laughs) If you know the appropriate pronunciation, give us a phonetical spelling breakdown, please. Email us an audio blip of you saying it. If the authors are listening, if the bears are listening. (laughs) Oh man. That's good. All so right. Jonathan and I both were wrong. That's what I learned.
1: Yeah, or we're all wrong, or maybe its a big hoax. Jan and Stan the last are name's in rotation. It's just—it's in rotation. It's in rotation. <laughs> it's in rotation. <laughs> but read it. Bernstein bears in the messy house. We'll put it in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> cool. I'm excited.
0: Also, put your QB thing that you did. We'll put that in the show notes too. Okay. We'll do. Ka cool and show notes if you ever have trouble finding show notes go to shaleyandkatie.com. yeah that's where we can always guarantee they will show up as needed
1: alright so get organized series volume 1 toys mic drop the podcast was recorded in springfield missouri thank you so much for listening we'd love to hear from you on instagram facebook and our favorite spot of all and itunes review also feel free to email us at shaley and katie at gmail.com we love hearing from you guys seriously we love you